Look, payday's awesome, but running payroll, calculating taxes and deductions, staying compliant, that's not easy. Unless, of course, you have Gusto. Gusto is a simple online payroll and benefits tool built for small businesses like yours. Gusto gets your team paid while automatically filing your payroll taxes. Plus, you can offer benefits like 401k, health insurance, and workers' comp, and it makes onboarding new employees a breeze. We love it so much, we really do use it ourselves, and we have four years, and I personally recommend you give it a try, no matter how small your business is. And to sweeten the deal, just for listening today, you also get three months free. Go to gusto.com slash boss. that's gusto.com slash being boss. Welcome to Being Boss, a podcast for creatives, business owners, and entrepreneurs who want to take control of their work and live life on their own terms. I'm your host, Emily Thompson. And in this episode, I'm diving into unpacking your relationship with rest and how and why you should work to heal it. You can find all the tools, books, and links we reference on the show notes at www.beingboss.club. And if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe to this show and share us with a friend. Before we dive in, bosses, I have a podcast for you to add to your queue. The Remarkable People podcast hosted by Guy Kawasaki. Remarkable People helps you better understand the changing world with interviews from thought leaders, legends, and iconoclasts like Julia Cameron, author of The Artist's Way, which I recently listened to as I continue to do my own Artist's Way practice, and it added a whole new layer of appreciation for the process after listening to Julia's interview. So when you're done with this episode, head on over and listen to the Remarkable People podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, bosses. Emily here, obviously, all by myself. It has been a long time since the team let me do a solo episode. (laughs) But for this one, I wanted to come in and just share some musings, if you will, on the topic of rest. I didn't need this to be a conversation with another person. I kind of want you to think of this as me having a conversation with you, if that feels right to you, or just listen to me drone on to myself as you please. I wanted to bring this up because I've seen so many struggles around the topic of rest, literally always, many of them my own, if I'm being quite honest. But over the past couple of months, I've seen them in the bosses in the community and the bosses that I surround myself, my boss friends. And I just want to share some things. So Over the past couple of years, I've been very open about my own experience with burnout that happened over the course of really 2018, early to mid-2018 to probably mid to late 2019. It was about 18 months of very deep, dark, ugly burnout. And it was an incredibly hard time for me. And I shared my experience with burnout in several episodes. We'll include the links to all of those in the show notes. Uh, But you can also just search burnout in our feed and you'll find a couple of episodes there. It ended up resulting in me even buying out Kathleen from this company and taking the podcast on my own because she was also experiencing it and needed to heal from it in a different way than I did. And During my course of burnout, I spent a lot of time resting. I knew that that is what I needed in order to get through my burnout. And I think that for many of you, you might also find that rest is also what you need. 
However, I also see that a lot of people, including myself, have some weird, (laughs) awful, incorrect relationships with rest. And it's something that I want to spend a few minutes. This probably won't be the longest episode by any means that we've ever done, probably one of the shortest. But I want to spend some time reflecting on what I'm seeing, both in myself and others around the topic of rest and to dive in a little bit on how it is and why it is that you should maybe look at your relationship with rest and mend it and embrace rest for the amazing power that it has, especially in the time that we are currently living. And especially, especially in this context, as you being an entrepreneur, as a business owner, because it is part of the entrepreneurial culture, to some extent or another, to work. We say it at the end of every one of these episodes, do the work be boss. But I'm also very clear and have been all along the way that doing the work looks like all kinds of things, right? Sometimes it's sending the email, it's opening the file, it's designing the thing, it's delivering the thing to the client, it's doing the things in your life that are going to make you feel fulfilled. It's planning and going on that vacation. It's cooking the meal that you want or need. It is doing the work. Sometimes doing the work also looks like not doing work, but resting and making the time and space for you to rest is a work all on its own. And so I want to dive into that a little bit today, the work of resting, if we need to put it in boss terms that we can all understand this idea of doing this work too, of doing the work to rest so that you can show up and do better work in all of the places in your life that you need it to happen. I'm also not here glorifying necessarily the idea of work, but we're bosses. We are naturally driven people. We want to work. We feel better when we're working to some extent or another, but you need rest in order to work. So I'm going to dive into this for two very big reasons. One, we did a month in the community in late 2021, actually in December, where the focus of our content of some things that we were doing in the Being Boss community, which is free now, if you do want to come join us, the theme was rest. And my plan for setting that theme was that we would get bosses to prioritize rest for themselves. We would have them reflecting on things around rest, how they define rest, what they struggle with when it comes to resting. And we ended the month with a community-wide mandatory lazy day, which was a ton of fun for me and everyone who did it. But I was a little shocked to see how few bosses actually took the time and did the rest that they wanted to take, um, that they need to take. Absolutely. I think absolutely every single boss listening to this right now needs to rest. There is always a little bit of room for error there, of course, with blanket statements. Um, But I do think that this one is one where we all need to rest to some extent or another. This has been a harrowing two years to say the very least. Um, And a little bit of rest is something that it's not even something we've earned. You don't earn rest. It's a God-given right to rest when you want it or need it. And bosses super struggle with that. So the two reasons why I'm talking about this. One, 
We talked about it in December in the community, and I got to see how bosses were dealing with rest sort of across the spectrum. And two, as I have dove into my own season of rest, I'm also having to look in the mirror at myself as to my own relationship with rest. And what I'm seeing there is odd. It's an odd thing to see looking back at me. And I want to share this so that you can hopefully feel this in yourself, whether it's true or not, because either way, great. Um, And do some work to heal this relationship with rest so that you can rest in the ways that you need. One of the things that I find bosses struggling with the most often is a lack of discipline to actually prioritize rest. And I think this stems very largely from a lack of understanding as to the value of rest. As I'm recording this, and also when I think that this is scheduled to be released, we are still in the season of winter. It is a natural part of the of nature's cycle of creation, right? Of growing trees and flowers and and baby animals <laughs> and all of these things. Winter, a season of rest, is a part of that natural cycle of creation. You as a human on the planet Earth should also, to some extent, honor those seasons as well. So when you have a hard time finding time to rest, you are jacking up the natural process of you evolving, of you creating, of you showing up to do the work that you are here to do. So let me, like, if you struggle with seeing the value of it, know that it is a mandatory part of the process. It is just as important as brainstorming, as ideating, as planning, as showing up and doing the legit work of producing the thing, of delivering it, of making your client or customer happy, of celebrating your wins. Rest is an important part of that process. You would not start a business and not deliver to your client. You would not start a business and not plan for your next thing. You should not start a business and not rest. It is rest that affords you the ability to show up and do all of the other things. And in my own experience in burnout, one of the things that I realized very early on was that burnout was caused by a deficit of rest, where not only did you not have enough, but you owed some to the system, (laughs) right? A lot of it, usually. It comes from you having such a lack of energy because you have not rested. So if you value your work, you should absolutely value your rest. One of the best books that I ever read around this, I think I read this maybe during burnout. I can't really recall the timeline, Um, but it's a book called Rest, Why You Get More Done When You Work Less. And whenever I read this book, it obviously all, they all blow my mind to some extent or the other. That's why you read, right? To have your mind expanded. But I remember really understanding on a deeper value or on a deeper level, the value of rest. And it's one of the things that really allowed me to sink into rest during my own season of burnout. So I actually did um, a sort of now time. (laughs) Um, look back at my season of burnout on the Food Heaven podcast with Wendy and Jessica. It was such a fun interview. I recorded it sort of early December. It came out in early January of 2022. So I highly recommend if you're interested in 
sort of that whole story as I see it through the lens of two years-ish removed from burnout, definitely go check out that episode. I'll be sure that there is a link to that in the show notes for this episode as well. But one of the things that, um, one of the things that I was able to do for myself during burnout was to just really rest. It meant taking a lot off my plate at work. It meant laying in bed a ton. <laughs> it meant um, really just prioritizing rest. And one of the things that I see in bosses, um, well, actually, even before that, and I rested for a year. <laughs> let me let me put that in there as well. This is not necessarily something where I was able to rest for a weekend or a week. I had to rest for a year in order to get myself out of burnout. I think oftentimes people think that burnout is something that you take a weekend or a week and then you're fine. It took me a year and not to say that it will take you a year if you are feeling burned out, but maybe it might. Um, And it took me prioritizing rest for a year for me to find my way out of burnout. So If a boss, feel free to raise your hand if that is you, (laughs) struggles with prioritizing rest for a day or for a weekend or for a week, how in the world are you going to be able to prioritize your rest for a year if you find yourself needing it? You're not. And you're going to be burned out for the rest of your life, (laughs) which is not what anyone wants. So Whenever given opportunities to rest for a day or a weekend or a week, take it. It's one of the things that I actually really excel at now post burnout is I have no problem taking a day and just not getting out of my PJs. Um, In fact, mandatory lazy day is one of my favorite things before and after burnout. Um, And we have a mini sode on mandatory lazy days. If you want to know more about what this this thing is that I created, it's um, also linked in the show notes, lots of links for this episode. And it's something that we wrote about in the Being Boss book, because it is a really important part of how I have always shown up and um, prioritized rest for myself. Sometimes apparently I need it more than others, Um, but mandatory lazy days are everything. So bosses often lack the discipline to prioritize resting. I think that stems from a lack of understanding as to the value of it. But I just stated that it is imperative part of the process and a lack of rest will absolutely lead to burnout. And for the past two years, Sure, our physical bodies may have been resting because we can't really go out and live in the way that we used to live, but our minds are worn the F out, are they not? Am I the only one who is so tired of considering life or death situations just thinking about going to the grocery store, right? Or planning a vacation and having four different alternatives in the event that it gets jacked up, right? Our brains are tired. They need to rest. So finding in yourself, whatever it is that's going to enable you the the discipline, right? The like, this is important. Um, the prioritization to allow yourself to rest is, I think, step number one. Then, well, actually, step number one is just knowing, but we all know that. <laughs> we all know we're tired. Step number two is discipline, show up for yourself and rest. And then three is the actual act of resting. 
because this is this is where I'm going to be reflecting on you guys. This is these are my reflections as to what I've experienced around rest that this past season of rest for me. Um, and it came up, I think in a couple of episodes ago, actually, yes, that is hustle good or bad episode, um, published in late or mid December. I think I talk about how I had just come out of a season of hustle. I was entering into a season of rest. I'm now probably a little, maybe over halfway through my season of rest. And I'm not as good at this as I thought I was. (laughs) I have no problem prioritizing it. Let me tell you, that is not my problem. I am here. I am not getting out of my PJs quite a lot. Um, And I'm seeing how much other people struggle with it. And I'm not seeing myself in that at all. I understand the value of resting. I spent a year understanding the value of resting. Now, when I feel the need to rest, I have no problem putting it on my calendar or just like clearing things off and resting. Here is my problem. My problem is that both as an entrepreneur, I think, I think that's like one part of it, but also having spent an entire year plus resting in one of the most depressed stages of my life, I have built a clear and disgusting association between resting and being depressed. And I say this, I'm sharing this with you because I think that many of you will likely see that association in your own being. So for a long time, I just thought, okay, we suck at prioritizing rest. Gotcha. But I also think there is this additional element that I've been, you know, staring at the face in the face of for the past couple of weeks that resting actually feels gross because we are associating it with something that's not necessarily true. So as an entrepreneur, rest is a bad thing, right? Like you should be hustling or, and I'm saying this is like, that is what the toxic entrepreneurial hustle culture teaches us. Correct. So we think we are doing it wrong if we are resting. So resting is a bad thing. We shouldn't rest. We have built that unconscious association. And raising my hand, because apparently it's still in there for me too. But also as myself, having rested for a year in the most depressed stage of my life, it's really hard for me to just chill on a Sunday because I'm sad. And why am I sad? Oh, wait, because I'm resting. And in the past, when I have rested, I have been incredibly sad. (laughs) So I'm just working through that. (laughs) I have no answers. Um... I also think that there's just some general guilt and shame in sort of society at large around resting. And that's something, again, I don't, I feel like I've broken that one pretty well. But if you feel that as resonance within you, work on addressing that. It is not shameful. I, if I ever hear someone taking a long restful weekend, I look at that person. I'm like, oh, you are a boss. I love that for you right? There is this like part of society that honors your need to rest. And so if you can't find that in anyone, you can find it in me. I'll allow that for sure. So it's releasing some of that. And for me, there is a very big need to release a, an association between resting and being sad. One of the ways that I have been working on this is as I'm resting and like for me, rest will literally I'm thinking in particular, 
This one time, and I've done this actually a couple of times over the past couple of weeks where I will sit myself on that couch and I will stare at that window and I will make myself sit there for an hour <laughs> and not do anything. I'm not going to read. I'm not going to do anything productive. I'm not going to like, you know, have a little craft project in my hand. I'm not going to be planning something. I just want to be. I don't want to do. I just want to be. And usually at some part in that, I start feeling sad. And I'm like, wait, I'm not sad. (laughs) Why am I feeling sad? And so I will start a a gratitude practice in those moments of like, okay, instead of being sad, I'm going to go for the most highest expression of abundance, right? Of happiness. And then just gratitude. And so I'll just in my mind, start thinking of all the things that I'm grateful for. And for me, in those moments, at least it works. But it, I also am consistently butting up with this experience of resting and feeling sad or even sometimes angry or depressed. And my anger is definitely associated at least a little bit with the idea that I cannot go out in the world and experience it in the way that I would like because of a pandemic. But that's not for this conversation. That's something that I'm dealing with separately. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I'm dealing with it. Okay. So there is this association um, with that that I'm dealing with. And I, if my experience is resonating with you, I, I, I hope that helps. I hope that helps because we all need to get into this place where we are deeply healing our relationship with rest, which we are identifying as an imperative part of our process for evolution and for creating. Unpredictability is part of what makes starting and growing a business both exciting and terrifying. From the next client to your next closed deal or your next hire, finding predictability in business is about as likely as finding a last minute Valentine's Day dinner reservation. Unlikely. A HubSpot CRM platform is here to help grow and scale with you through uncertainty so you can spend your time getting to that dinner. HubSpot's reporting dashboard is like your crystal ball, giving you a bird's eye view on your marketing sales and customer service performance so you can get ahead of any issues before they happen. Lead tracking and automation takes on sales tasks so your team can focus on serving your customer and shared inboxes make incoming chats and emails easy to manage and scale for everyone on the team. Learn more about how a HubSpot CRM platform can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. There's a lot to love about being your own boss, but trying to figure out your financials on your own likely isn't one of them. Luckily, there's FreshBooks, the all-in-one accounting solution that's built for business owners like you. FreshBooks takes all the not-so-fun parts of running a business, from building and tracking invoices to managing online payments and organizing expenses, and automates them with features like the new Digital Bills and Receipt Scanner, saving you up to 11 hours a week in the process. FreshBooks has your back at tax time too. With a ton of reports to choose from, you'll know exactly where your business stands and you can easily hand the keys over to your accountant so they can take over when it's time to reconcile everything for the year. Try FreshBooks free for 30 days, no credit card required by going to freshbooks.com slash being boss to get started today. One of the things that I'm also seeing amongst my boss friends and also in myself as I'm waving around my hand in this moment is that your body will make you rest if you won't do it willingly. 
And I'm seeing this manifest in a myriad of different ways, right? Bosses who are burned out, who end up getting flare-ups or discovery of um, autoimmune diseases that are going to make them slow down, of people who are getting, you know, otherwise sick. Um, I mentioned waving my hand around because I have developed an interesting sort of stress-related injury in my right hand, which has me unable to work to the extent that I usually would. So if you fuck around and find out, (laughs) your body is going to teach you a lesson. Um, And it's something that I see over and over again in so many different ways. You have to rest. Your body, your brain needs rest. I also know that whenever my brain needs a rest, especially if you're in the being boss community, if you come and do lives with me often, when I'm tired, my brain stops sending words to my mouth, which is an interesting problem for a podcaster, as you can imagine. And something that I experience when I'm tired more than ever. And so again, my body, my physical being, my brain's connection to my mouth will stop. (laughs) (laughs) And I will literally be unable to find the words that I'm trying to say when I get tired. So there is this understanding that um, there is this sort of reconciling between physical and mental work. I feel like part of maybe even the societal guilt and shame is if you're sitting at a computer all day, how could you be tired? You know, you're not paving a road or building a building or, you know, crafting something with your hands. But mental work takes its toll as well. And so reconciling that there is this link, um, or not even a link that work that you can be tired in your mind and your body, (laughs) and that you need to give the both of them a rest sometime is important. And that your body will show up and teach you the lesson if your, you know, brain will not, uh, will not make space for you to rest in all the ways that you need to. So Let's heal it, I guess. Again, I I just want to share these things with you so that we can open up the doors of awareness to our own relationships with rest because I'm seeing a lot and I want us all to do better. Want us all to do better. So what does rest look like? I don't know. (laughs) It looks different for everyone. Absolutely everyone. And this is where that a very boss aspect comes into resting. Another boss aspect, apart from your mindset around it and creating boundaries that protect it, is really knowing yourself. One of my favorite being boss maxims, I will say this often, is being boss is owning who you are, knowing what you want, and actually making it happen. And you can't own who you are if you don't know who you are. And that is the opening the door of self-awareness that I was just talking about, right? Being self-aware allows you to know who you are, what you need, and that allows you to do all the other things that we do here at Being Boss. So in order to appropriately rest, you have to know yourself. You have to know what it is that is restful for you. Here's my examples. So for a lot of people, resting looks like a good Netflix binge. Not me. Not me. For whatever reason, TV and my brain coming in my eye holes <laughs> into my brain is not restful. It never really has been. Um, an exception of this is uh, watching Beauty and the Beast. 
I find that incredibly, like I'll just put that in the background, some good background noise, um, or Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit in, in any of those will work. There's a couple, so there are a couple of, of movies that are, you know, really chill settings, some, a good soundtrack, (laughs) whatever it may be that I will find restful or create an environment in which I can rest, but general television or movie watching is not restful for me. I can't do it. That may not be true for you. The point here is that you need to know yourself. Is that restful for you or is that someone else's version of rest? And you need to release it because I can't watch TV and rest unless it's Beauty and the Beast, either one, cartoon or live action, I'm down, or Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit, any of those movies, which literally that's like a whole day of, that's like two days of rest right there. So TV is not restful for me. Also, I'm an introvert. So in general, hanging with my friends is not restful. Also, I'm a laugher. (laughs) And there is like, there's an energizing that happens when I am with people um, a bit and mostly from the joking and the playing and the, you know, doing fun things and having really energizing conversations and all of these things. But that is not restful for me. Those are two different things. I need, I use those for two different purposes. So if I'm resting, I'm going to be alone or with someone with whom I don't really need to speak um, that I can just be alone with. So in general, being around people who are not my immediate family, um, and even then I'm only with them all the time because I have to be at the moment, (laughs) I'd be more rested if I were alone. Um, But hanging with friends is not restful. That is not rest for me. Maybe it is for you. And if so, love that for you. Here's what resting is for me. Resting is doing some good yin yoga. Not anything too crazy, though I can maybe get a little crazy, (laughs) but like a good stretchy yin. I'm not the kind of yoga person who needs to like, who needs to sweat to feel like I did something, just stretch it out. (laughs) So resting to me is just like a, a good (laughs) roll in the floor, I guess. Um, just stretching and doing some yin yoga, some breathing, some good meditating. Likewise, I know many people to whom meditating is not resting. They can't get there. They can't do it. That's not how they do it. Then don't works for me. Not for you. I know who I am. You need to know who you are too. Quiet walks is really restful for me. And quiet meaning I don't want to be with anyone. We're not having any conversations. And I do not have music or a podcast in my ears. I am alone. My brain space is mine. That for me, that like very clear definition of a quiet walk for me is restful for me. I also sleep a lot, like a lot, a lot. And in a season of rest, I'm sleeping a lot, a lot, a lot. Like I might have got, like I probably really get my nine hours of sleep every night. Um, Anything less than seven is not pretty for me when I, especially, especially in a season of rest, when I really need to get in there and just take care of myself in a really restful way. For some people, that's agonizing. If that's for you, love that for you. I need to sleep. So for you, what I want you to spend a bit of time doing after you listen to the episode or feel free to pause me and think about this for yourself is what does rest feel like to you? What is it? What isn't it? Know yourself, really feel into the couple of times in the past year 
or two or five, if we need to give yourself a good window, that you have felt rested. What were you doing? Who were you with? Where were you? And get in touch with the things that make you feel incredibly restful. Mm, Another one of my favorite resties. Can I call them resties? That's weird. I just made that word up. Um, Is sitting outside, cozy if it's cold, and just listening to the birds. And something I've been doing on my front porch, um, which is fixed if you've been following along with that saga. Um, Going into the woods is also very restful for me. A nice, calm walk in the woods or a good sit, especially cozy if it's cold outside in the woods, incredibly restful for me. Those are the things that work for me. It is up to you now to define what is restful for you. And basically, what I want to wrap this up with is this idea that society as a whole is not going to help you rest because we want you to be productive, right? Capitalism in all ways, all the things. Like we've heard the arguments, we've seen the post, we've, we know. However, you are the boss of yourself, are you not? Is that not why we are here in this moment? Can you not redefine your reality, take control of your work and live life on your own terms? One way or the other, if even in small pockets of time, you are here because you are claiming that power over yourself. So prioritize it. Do the work that is not work, but does take work to make it happen. And I also say this in this moment, because one day we're going to be able to go back in the world to our fullest extent. Fingers crossed, right? Right. Is this going to be a thing? That's going to be a thing, right? (laughs) Can we do that? And I'm not going to want to rest anymore. I don't know about you, but I have a couple of pools, several bars, every restaurant that I can like find, right? Um, Planes everywhere, everywhere. A couple amusement parks, boats, (laughs) you name it. I'm going to be there. No time to rest. So I personally am taking this opportunity to have an extended season of rest. Yes, I'm here doing things, y'all. I'm recording this podcast. I am I'm organizing, creating marketing calendars. I am working, but I am also resting. I am not winning a single productivity award over here, not hardly, and I'm fine with it. I am fine with it. I am resting because one, I'm tired. <laughs> OMG, am I tired? My brain is tired. My brain cannot currently, um, look, I'm losing my words literally in this moment. It cannot perform. How about that? It cannot perform on the same level that it did two years ago. It can't. It's tired. My body's okay. My body's doing a good job. (laughs) My brain isn't. So I'm resting. I'm taking care of myself because I do want to be ready when I need to use my brain, 100% and my body. And I'm not going to want to work when I can go play. And so I'm taking this opportunity to rest as much as I can. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. And I say this too, because I was literally having a conversation with David, my partner this morning, where he is feeling the depths of winter rest. 
right? I feel like we all are. We're like, we're in this, uh, the winter of this pandemic. We're in the winter currently. If you're in the Northern, in the Northern hemisphere, um, you were literally in winter. There is this, this energy around us of just like, like it ain't spring yet. It's not, we're still in winter. And so if you're feeling that things are off, I also had a friend recently message me and she's like, what's happening in the, (laughs) with the planets right now? Something feels off. And I was like, it's not the planets, it's winter. You're still trying to work too hard. You are still trying to work too hard. Um, so I was having a conversation with David this morning. He's like, I have so many things to do. I just don't feel like doing them. And I was like, yeah, it's winter or chill. It's fine. Nothing needs to be done today that can't be done tomorrow. And I know that's not like traditionally a very boss thing to say, but I'm saying it. I'm saying it. It's fine for you to say fuck off to your inbox today. Totally. You'll get it back to it. You'll get, you'll, you will get to it tomorrow or the next day. And otherwise rest when you can in the way that you need. And that's like forever rest when you can in the way that you need rest when you can in the way that you need. But right now you can at least some. So take advantage of it. And otherwise, another piece of this, because this may, if you feel kind of gross now, sorry, that's probably your relationship with rest. (laughs) But I want to say too, one of the mantras that I have, um, that I have adopted for myself, I shared this uh, at the time of recording this, I think I'm sharing it this week in uh, Brood in our email, which I highly recommend you go sign up for. It is doing a great job. I'm loving putting it together. The entire team is. One of the things that I shared is a mantra that I have adopted for myself that I want to infuse in your mind, because I do also believe in this, like, you know, if we all raise our vibrations and, you know, become happier (laughs) one way or the other, we can, it's easier for everyone to achieve it if we're all sort of going there together, right? One of the mantras that I have adopted for myself that I encourage you to repeat just occasionally, or just once after I say it, if you, if it resonates with you, feel free to adopt it for yourself forever if you'd like to. But that is, I am optimistic about the future. I am optimistic about the future. And it is in that optimism about the future that, you know, this pandemic will figure itself out. Supply chains will figure themselves out. Um, my work, my business, this podcast they're all going to be fine. Actually, better than fine. They're going to be good. I'm not going to go great yet. We're still in a pandemic. (laughs) But I am optimistic about the future. And it is from this place of optimism that I am prioritizing rest now. Because I'm not kidding about those boats and those pools and those bars and those restaurants and all of my friends' houses. And parties, oh my God, y'all cannot wait to have a dinner party and all of these things. I am optimistic about the future and I hope that you are too. And my action that I am taking right now to prove to myself that I am optimistic about the future is I'm resting so that I am so ready when the time comes. So that's it. That's my ramble for you today. I think I hope that resonated with somebody. Surely. And I hope the team doesn't totally scratch this one (laughs) because these are all things that I have been wanting to come to say to you for a couple of weeks. 
These are things that I've experienced personally. These are the things that I have experienced or seen um, in those closest to me. And it's the things that I see in the greater being boss community um, in that space that we hold. So rest boss, I give you permission. You don't need it. You don't need it. And you certainly don't need it from me. But if you're looking for it, I'm giving you permission to rest. Figure out the ways in which you most want to do it and do it. And you can do it with kids. I don't actually, I literally don't want to hear an excuse. I don't. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking of all the like really big, scary, you know, life situations. And, and yes, but I think everyone can five, find five minutes, even if it's getting up five minutes earlier to do a little bit of yin yoga in the floor before you need to begin your day. And sure, you're trading sleep for yin yoga, but if sleep isn't making you feel very rested, but you know yin yoga does, make the trade. Make the trade. We all have power over our days. If you're listening to this, you're literally choosing to listen to this podcast right now, right? I give you permission to skip the next podcast. It better not be being boss, but it can be. (laughs) And instead, do something that you find restful. If this is what you find restful, also high five on that double whammy. But in all, prioritize the thing. It's an important part of the process. And I want to see you rock it out. Rock it out, which is why I'm encouraging you to take care of yourself. And with that, I'm done. Thank you for hanging with me for this one. I hope to see you in your PJs so very soon. As a business owner, you likely have a website. And as a website owner, you likely want more Google traffic. But SEO or search engine optimization is likely not at the top of your long list of to-dos. But I'm telling you right now that it should be a priority for each and every one of us. And with the help of Ahrefs Webmaster Tools, getting your website found just got a lot faster and easier. Ahrefs Webmaster Tools is a free resource that will audit your website and prioritize the changes you need to make to improve your search rankings. You'll see which keywords your pages are ranking for, understand how Google sees your content, and discover how making changes can increase your organic traffic, which means more leads and sales for your business. It will do a full audit for you and keep working for you for free. Visit hrefs.com slash A-W-T for this free tool. That's hrefs.com slash A-W-T, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Or find a link in our show notes and help your website be a better asset for your business. Now, until next time, do the work, be boss. Be boss.